Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast, a discussion about how to live a loving life. I'm Reg Lloyd, and we're having a conversation with Kenny Vaughn. And Kenny, today we talk about the seventh and last thing that you say in the book is love, and that is that love perseveres. You talk about persevering being a journey, and that the chance that we have to persevere is when we find ourselves wanting to quit. So take off with this. Yeah, so love doesn't, I want to say, love doesn't just persevere, um, because I've I'm persevering is, is something I've practiced a lot, but unfortunately a lot of times I've practiced in for persevering in selfishness and stupid, you know? So love isn't just perseverance, but perseverance, but love certainly perseveres. And, and, and for clarity, you know, I mean, all this is out of 1 Corinthians 13. It tells us these seven things that love is, these eight things that love is not. And so, and so this is God's words telling us love perseveres, but what does that mean? And what does that look like? And so, you know, a lot, of, a lot of my life, I just thought it meant, you know, winners never quit, quitters never win. And so my problem was I always ended up quitting somewhere along the way. So I just figured I'm not a winner, I'm a quitter, but, but I would usually try again. So the first thing I would like to just throw out there and clarify is that, is that most people who ultimately win or, or achieve their dream or or find their purpose, which is what which is what really matters. Um, they persevere, but they quit many times along the way. So I would just argue that that people who persevere also quit sometimes, but that they always get back up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Just as a quick example, you know, my, uh, my mom's <clears throat> in her seventies now. For thirty years, she tried to quit smoking, but she hadn't smoked in twenty years. You know, so so. You know, she persevered, she, but she quit so many. She quit quitting. You know, I mean, you know, got that's a bad one to use, right? Because she, she she quit smoking, but then she gave up and went back. So she quit on her on the right decision many times. But so persevering is is don't think that because you quit you can't persevere. That's all I'm trying to say. Just get up and go again, man. You know, just try again. Keep trying. And I get a lot of direct messages, and they're like, you know, how do I overcome this? How do I break this bad habit? You know, how how do I how do I get over this um, this hurt in my life? How do I how do I get past you know all these roadblocks? Um, you know, and everybody's kind of looking for like, you know, what's a few words that are just going to motivate me and I can go or or whatever. And sometimes there's wisdom that can help us do that. Sometimes God speaks and frees us from that. But I would say, you know. Love perseveres. So just keep getting back up and keep moving forward. You know, now if you persevere in staying stuck, you know, if you're trying to get over a hurt and you persevere and playing it over and over and over and over and over and over again in your head, then you're not going to go anywhere, right? But if you keep getting back up and trying to move on, if you keep quitting, if it's something you need to quit, if you, you know, if, if you keep trying again, if it's something you need to try again, but if you persevere, so, so you fall, you quit, you fail, you lay down. My dad used to tell me, hey, it's okay to cry for a couple of days. You can quit today. You get up and you go again. So it's a, I would say it's about how many times can you get up after being knocked down in many ways determines whether or not we persevere. And, and so, but I think it's important also to realize well, how do you practice persevering? All right, and there's and a lot of things like this, right? But because I think practice is critical and it's important. And one of the lessons I learned about this, um, I, I, I didn't learn about persevering, but I, I was able to 
take what I learned and apply it to persevering. What's from ski jumping, and, and, and no matter what sport you play or what what you do, I don't care what you do. I don't care if you, you know, if you're if it's theater, anything you do, it's like I was a ski jumper. So in my case, sometimes I would show up, and it's my turn to go. Man, I'm just feeling jacked. You know, I'm pumped. I feel like I can jump over the moon. I don't I don't even know why. I'm just I'm ready to go. My legs are hopping. I'm like, man, give me you know, give me my stuff. I'm ready. You know, let's go. And but then sometimes I walk out there and it's like. I'm dragging a 500-pound gorilla. I don't even know why my legs are so weak. I don't know why I feel so weak. And for a long time, I felt like when I felt right, I could perform right. And when I felt poor, I would perform poor. So my performance, my decisions that I make in life, the, uh, the, all the things that mean so much in my life, the, the decisions I make and the choices that I make would, were basically dependent upon how I felt in the case of skiing, if I felt weak, it was like I didn't have much hope. I mean, like, you know, it wasn't there. And then one day I thought, Lord, I was just praying, Lord, how, can, how, how do I overcome this? And this is what I learned. The only time I could practice overcoming my legs feeling weak was when they felt weak. So I couldn't, I couldn't just make myself feel weak. You know, I couldn't make myself feel like I wanted to give up. I, 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 didn't, I couldn't create this environment that, you know, I could train in to become better at it. And so I decided, I still remember the day and exactly where I was, and I was waiting my turn to ski, and, and my, it felt like, man, I don't even know if I can hang on, you know, to get to the ramp, whether or not I can jump or not. I just felt, like, puny. And just thinking, you know what? This is the best chance I have to practice overcoming this. And then it occurred to me, do I really think my legs are weaker because they feel weaker? Or do I really think they're stronger because they feel stronger? And the truth is they're not. Like my legs don't care how I feel. They're muscles I've created in training. They're going to do their job. I wasn't weaker because I felt weaker, and I wasn't stronger because I felt stronger. I was just obeying a feeling that I had. And so what I learned was, and what actually, and this is the crazy part, as I practiced that, I started, my, I started thinking, man, it's when I feel weak but I persevere that I perform the best. So I used to dread I would get sick in my stomach if I felt weak walking out. Now I'm like, come on, man, I need to feel weak. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that I can, because it's when I feel that and I push through it, it seems like I'm stronger. And so I don't know if any of that's true or not, but the whole dynamic changed. So, so then what I learned was, you know, whenever in life and in perseverance, it's like the best chance I have to practice persevering is when I want to quit or after I quit, or after. It's the only chance I have, right? That is so good. You've just helped so many of us reframe those moments, that in those moments is really a great opportunity to... Maybe the only one, I think, you know? Maybe the... So, so then, instead of being so deflated and so down and so depressed and sad and everything else whenever I would feel weak or whenever I want to quit and all that I realized this is my opportunity to persevere this is the best chance I have the problem is I don't feel like I can that's the problem right but but that's the problem I need to overcome and the only way I found, the only way I know to do that is to put my trust in God and to say, hey, I, got, I only got a little bit to give. You know, only, I, I, all I can do is get up. 
or if I can't get up, I can crawl, you know, or whatever it is. You know, I can do something, but because I trust you and I love you and I want to persevere, I'm going to do that. And then you do that in little thing, whatever the little things, uh, you know, I say this all the time, like the little things are actually the big things. And what I'm saying is, you know, the big thing is not once you're up and running to run a little faster. The big thing is whenever you can't get up at all, but you start fighting to get up. You know, that's, you know, you see somebody down, you think they're never going to get up, but then you see them start trying to get up and you're like, uh-oh. You know, right? <laughs> Stop trying, you know, if you don't want them to get up, you know, so just don't move and I'm ha- and everything's good. So you start fighting to get up. So that's the best opportunity we have to persevere. But I also want to share a story here. But and, and, and this one, like buckle up a little bit, because I know, I know it's going to be hard for me to get through because is when I was a kid, of course, you know, man, I know it's going to be this hard. I'm all, <laughs> somebody slapped me around a little bit. But, you know, I lost dad not long ago. And this was mom and dad. We were kids. We had, I would say, like the perfect family, you know, just it was nothing but joy and peace and happiness and everything. And I don't remember. I must have been like maybe 12, uh, maybe, maybe four, probably 14, 13, 14, somewhere in there. And I have no idea what happened. I still don't know. I'm glad I don't know, and I hope I never know. Um, but my mom and dad went off, you know, they, they they started fighting like cats and dogs. Not fist fighting, right? But, I mean, it got ugly, and it went on for months. Um, you know, I, I remember, I, I remember, you know, just being so happy. Every day I would come home from school, and I would, you know, couldn't wait to get off the bus and just come running inside. Mom had music playing. Dinner's cooking. You know, dad's about to be home. I'm like, and he's like, you know, can I go play outside? You know, it's just wonderful. It was like coming home to heaven every day until it got it got so bad, you know, that um, I would get home. I wouldn't want to get home. Well, school bus would last longer. The ride would last longer, you know. Um, I get home. I don't I don't want to go inside. Or I get to the door and I can already hear the yelling, you know. Um, I can remember um, – we had uh, what? boom boxes, you know what I mean? So I go straight to my room, get my boom box turned up because I didn't want to hear the fussing and the fighting, you know. And, and I could see, you know, you, you know, when your mom and dad are are not happy and they're miserable and they're not liking each other, it's not hard to tell. Like I didn't even want to walk through the room because I could feel it. And then you know, turn the boom box up too loud. They get loud. They get sick and tired of that. They'd be hollering me. I, I remember getting some of the. I don't remember what it was back then. I didn't think. Just thinking, I'm like, I don't even. I don't, I don't even. I didn't even remember that they had earmuffs with music in them going way back then. I must have plugged it into the record player or something, or the cassette. But they had those. But I remember getting some of those. So I would just go in my room and put them on, so I couldn't hear. Okay. Um, it was brutal for months. I, I remember my dad. Sending this this vase of flowers to our house. <clears throat> it was five in our family. There were four roses in the vase. And I snuck and I read the note from Mom. And it said, if you want me to stay, add a rose. And if you don't, I'll know. And man, them roses died with four. They died with four in the vase. And I, so many times I want to put a thing, 
froze in that face, but I knew my mom had to do it. <laughs> but she didn't. I remember we loved, you know, if we went somewhere and we were around other people, they would pretend that was like the best, you know. And I don't know what was going on, man, but I remember that we were gonna, we were gonna, we were about to go somewhere, and we would get excited, you know, me and my brother and my sister. But for some reason, when they both started getting ready, I don't know because they got ready in the same bathroom together or what it was, man. But once they started getting ready, we started figuring out they probably wouldn't finish getting ready before things started, you know, screaming started, you know. And I, I, I remember so many times being so excited to go somewhere, thinking, please, can they just, can they just get ready? They wouldn't make it. I remember one time they finished getting ready, and we were walking to our neighbor's house for something. They were cooking or something. <clears throat> Couldn't wait to get there. Halfway through the walk, you know, they came undone. We had to come home. Um, it was brutal, man. I mean, it really was. It, and, 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 and I like to throw this in here. I'm 55 years old, I think. I'm maybe 56. I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> I still don't know what happened. My mom and dad protected us from whatever went on, you know, and they protected each other from what was going on. Like, even though they seemed to hate each other at that time, they, 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 they protected us from what they had going on in there. And I'm so grateful that, like, I don't need to know. If somebody knows, please don't tell me. Like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? I don't want to know. I don't need to know. I know my mom and my dad love me. But this is what happened. They persevered. They quit. I remember my dad leaving a couple times, but then coming back home. You know, and I was so glad he came back home. I remember one time mom saying, we're all leaving. And I was too young to, to, to say I'm not, but I said, I'm not leaving. I'm not going to leave. And she didn't. But they persevered, man. And one day I was at school. They never picked me up from school. I usually rode, rode the bus home. I'll, the rest of my life, I'll never forget. Dad's truck pulled up. My mom was in there. And they were both smiling. <clears throat> and, and they both seemed happy. And they got better from there. And the last almost two years, Dad was slowly dying, you know. Mom didn't leave the house once. And I would tell her, Mom, won't you, won't you come out of there, you know? Let's go do something. Get out of the house. She said, you don't understand, Kenny. I don't want to leave your dad. I want to be with your dad. I'm not going to leave your dad. And so they persevered and they saved our family. Yeah. And, um, and it was brutal. And I don't know. I often wonder, I, like, I don't, I, there's so much I don't want to know. I don't usually ask much about it. But, um, but I think I remember this. I think, you know, what, what turned that tide? There's one thing I remember. I remember. I know Dad was wanting it to me because he, he did the roses, right? And Mom was like, she didn't add the rose, man. You know. But if I knew why, I'd probably be, I'd probably throw them all out. I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? I have no idea. So, but and I don't want to know. But what was my point? They stayed um, together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she wouldn't leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you talk about also, which I think stood out to me in your chapter, love never fails. You mm -hmm. said we can fail to love, but that love never fails. That's right. That when we love, it's not going to fail. 
That's right. Love doesn't fail. We do fail to love. And when we fail to love, if we persevere, we get up and we love again. Right? And and, and I think this is where I was trying to go a second ago, is that I hardly remember that. You know? Um, all, I, all I know, like I, I just told you pretty much everything I remember about that. But I've got 50 years of wonderful memories of a loving family and a mom and dad that illustrated for us and our children and their grandchildren how to keep on loving, you know? And so I don't think they had any, any idea where to go. And this was the other thing I was going to say before I lost myself there was like, you know, what turned that tide where I was going and I got distracted. But, but I remember, I think I remember that someone got my mom a book and that I don't know. I don't even know what the book was called or what it was, but she read it, and she changed her mind. You know, and she decided to fight for her family, and they persevered. And I would say, in many ways, they not only not only did their love and their decision to persevere in that love uh, change their lives forever. They're like, you've never seen a couple never more unseparable than they were in 60 years of marriage or whatever it is. They had about a two-year stretch that was, you know, it might have been a year. I don't remember. I was so young. It was brutal, okay? But they could have quit there. And I would say they did quit many times in that stretch. But then they persevered. In the end, they persevered. And they were inseparable for all the years after, even in even into my dad's death and they model that for our whole family and I can say I feel like I'm the most loved by my parents you know and my brothers and sisters and anyway so I told you when I talked about daddy left some full yeah yeah you know well you just said that your mom chose to fight for her family yeah and that goes along with uh, the title of your book it's the right fight right. she chose the right fight yeah and that is the fight to love yeah well this wraps up another podcast Trust God's word no matter what. Keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to The Right Fight Podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.